Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? You feel that right? You feel that energy? We all one. One love, one life, let's live it right. <laughs> hey, 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 hey guys, it's Sunday night again, and um, it's Dr. Delvina, the host of The Brain Love Podcast, and what you hear in the background is this song called Good Energy by Young Wildin. He is my guest tonight, and um, I love this song. I love it. He's going to talk about what inspired him to create this song. But before we get into that, uh, I just want you to have a little background. Real quick, big ups to Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill Incorporated, Jack and Jill, the Southeast region, also known as the sweet, sweet Southeastern region, which is comprised of Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, and Tennessee. Why am I talking about this? Well, it actually coincides with tonight's topic and my guest, Young Wallen, is a young adult. And this weekend on Saturday, on yesterday, I taught a class on mental health for their, they are as in Jack and Jill, 67th annual Southeastern Region Team Leadership Conference. My section was mental health. The topic was Empire State of Mind, Minding and Maximizing Your Mental Health. Did you know that African-Americans ages 15 to 24, the third leading cause of death for them now is suicide? Did you know that African-American teens are now at the top of the list in suffering from depression, anxiety, and other mental health challenges? So that's why Jack and Jill wanted to include mental health in their conferences this year. Again, it's the 67th annual conference, and I was so, so obliged to provide the mental health part of the conference. Mental health is is a very challenging thing, and there's a lot of misconceptions about mental illness, about mental health, about therapy. One misconception is that therapy gives you all the answers. It doesn't. A therapist's job isn't to tell you about yourself. Their job is to give you the keys to help unlock doors that you may have never noticed or were too afraid to open in the first place. And in therapy, although it's trendy and people like to brag on it, therapy is work. You have to be ready to be confronted with who you are and what you're doing or what you're not doing. And you got to be ready to engage these things. And if you have a good therapist, it will feel like work. Because you're trying to undo some things from your past. You're trying to improve certain stuff about yourself. And to do that, it's going to take work. It's going to take digging deep and looking inside and confronting you. Because our problems, we shouldn't point the finger at everyone else. We should be pointing them at ourselves. And it's not easy to sit down with a stranger and disclose some of the sensitive things that people are going through. When you listen to some of these hip-hop artists talk about mental health challenges, plenty of them mention things like suicide, 
Jeezy had a song um, or has a song. And there's a verse where he states, Shake took his own life. I ain't understand that. Had me feeling numb, laid in bed for a week. Eyes didn't close one time. That's a week with no sleep. I'ma keep it solid. He the reason me and Ross talk. Never ashamed to admit that I was wrong. Yeah, that's boss talk. Since we talking boss talk, let's address the sucker shit. Grown man playing on Instagram, real sucker shit. Why the fuck this clown nigga playing with my legacy? So in that one little verse, in those bars, Jeezy mentioned suicide. He mentioned symptoms of depression. He mentioned Instagram and the things, the clown shit that goes on in Instagram. Uh, Let me bring up another verse from another artist, Drake, in the song Churchill Downs by Jack Harlow. Drake has a verse in here where he starts the verse talking about therapy. Cold hearts and heated floors, no parental guidance, I just see divorce. Therapy sessions, I'm in the waiting room reading Forbes. Abandonment issues, I'm getting treated for. How much water can I fit under the bridge before it overflows? My son's got to learn that forgiveness is the lonely road. The cribs on his will like motorhomes. Niggas love to try and test us like they know what we on. Chubb's got the magazine cover like Rolling Stone because we already know how they look. I'm sorry, how they rock, they throwing stones. Whenever you're getting bigger, there's growing pains. I got enough pull to make the city start throwing games. I'm out here making a mockery. I got my realtor out here playing Monopoly. And he goes on and on and on. And then there's a point in the verse when he says, destined for the win, but you don't get a prize out of me. I'm destined for the top, but you can't get a rise out of me. 750 for the round, canaries and they glittering. Man, you niggas drop trash, you littering. I'm over-delivering to the point it's belittling. I mean, the PTSD is triggering. You hear that? The PTSD is triggering. He's referring to post-traumatic stress disorder. Artists have historically been more inclined to dissect the outside world than to analyze how their traumas, their life-altering events, how the things in their own environment have impacted their own mental health. For some, to dive too deep into their own emotional well-being, it makes them look soft. And that's clearly a misperception, and that's one of the things I wanted to teach to this group that I spent time with on Saturday, on yesterday. I wanted to teach them that being vulnerable is not soft. Little Dirk, he has a video that includes Alicia Keys in the beginning, Alicia Keys is his therapist, and she says to him, basically in a nutshell, you will not be judged. Speak, process, be emotional. You will not be judged. So as Kendrick Lamar has once said, so I set free myself from all the guilt that I thought I made. Kendrick Lamar, too, has spoken from his heart and his songs and his verses so that We're hoping people will go to therapy. People will access mental health care. People will do what's right and what's healthy for them and not give a F about what the world thinks, about what their circle thinks. Oh, this is the part where mental stability meets talent. Kendrick Lamar. And now, guys, are you ready to take the couch with me and Young Wallen as we talk about music and mental health challenges and life challenges. He scratches the surface just a little bit to talk about his own challenges at some point 
in his, I, I would say early life, but it's still his early life right now. So, hey, join us on the couch. And don't forget, get good energy. Start using good energy in your videos. Put good energy in your backgrounds. Do it, do it, do it. Put it on there. Hey, 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 guys. It's, um, you know, it's another Sunday night. And I told you I had a, I'll say, I, I almost said a hip hop artist. I'm going to say a musician, a um, a song, a, a, a singer. I wanted to say songstress, but that's for a woman. Um, and yeah, we're going to call him a hip hop specialist. And I'm calling him a specialist because he has found a way to take his lyrics and make those lyrics positive. And it sounds good. It sounds nice. It's engaging. It's refreshing. It draws you in. On the couch tonight with me is Young Wallen. Hey, Young Wallen. Yo, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I really appreciate you giving me your time. And you were on time. Like oftentimes, you know, celebrities and people in the industry, you guys show up late all the time and you're young. So I got to give you, I got to give you, you know, big ups for that, for being on time. Oh, you know, I had to be on time. Um, and you, oh, I forgot to ask you my infamous question, which is, are you ready to take the couch? I'm on the couch right now, so I guess so. <laughs> That's right. So guys, Young Wallen is an artist on the rise. He makes music with a positive twist. So you guys know I'm a psychiatrist, a mental health professional. And I'm always talking to you about reframing your thoughts. Remember, brain love, my acronym, the R in brain stands for reframe, reframe your thinking. And so Young Wallen has been doing that and he's doing it through his lyrics and his songwriting. Um, you know, when I was growing up back in the day, hip hop, it started out with like, um, uh, God, what was the name of the first hip hop group? Oh my gosh, I just drew a blank. Um, it started out innocent and fun you know, the chicken tasting like wood. And um, and then it became other things, you know, people were rapping about white lines. But then we had the show with Dougie Fresh and Slick Rich, Slick Rick, which is the first time I fell in love with hip hop. And then as time went, went along, hip hop artists began to respond to the changing times. They became very cerebral and they shared their experiences through their lyrics. So Public Enemy, um, you know, rapping about and showing videos of of black trauma, of black slavery, of Jim Crow. Those those images were depicted, or those images were in their videos, as well as seeing men behind behind bars in jail. Then, of course, if you want to talk about controversial hip hop artists and stars and rappers, N.W.A., which stands for Niggas with an Attitude. So, and you know, there's so many more who rap about just things, bricks, cutting bricks and cooking drugs on the stove and, you know, um, using Molly and taking lean and all this stuff. So it's refreshing to know that this young man, young Wallen, who's only 24, he just had a birthday um, a couple of months ago. Happy belated birthday to you, young Wallen. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So you are not rapping about violence and sex and drugs what are you rapping about young wallen i'm not rapping about none of that um i know when back in the day you know when i was a little bit younger 
I thought that was cool. I thought I was going to hop on that wave and like, you know, but as I realized and kind of woke up to something bigger than myself, I realized, you know, that's not the way that anybody needs to go and that we need something different because at the end of the day, we are the voice for the people. We inspire people to, you know, behave in a certain way. So it's like, how can I change the conversations? And that's what I'm doing now. That's what I, I created the good energy song for that purpose, just to do something different, uh, something more positive. And um, yeah, that's pretty much my mission right now. Right. So guys, the name of the group I was looking for, you would kill me, but it's the Sugar Hill Gang. I was looking for the Sugar Hill Gang. Um, but yeah, so back to what we're saying here, Young Wildin. I didn't even, I had not even mentioned your song yet, but that's cool. I'm going to see if I can pull that song up while we're talking because the name of the song, yes, is Good Energy. And if people follow along, I know people in South Florida, a lot of folks saw you and me at the parade, the MLK parade um, in January. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was so dope because um, you shared the float with me. Um, your moms came on also, your crew came on um, and you were singing your song and you were doing performances for, for the crowd, for the streets and people were vibing to your song, young and old. Um, that says a lot when, when older folks are enjoying a song, they're vibing out to a song by a 24 year old, you know? And at one time someone said to you, play that thing again, bring that back, roll it back. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so the song is just amazing to me and um, it's called Good Energy. What Can you recite the lyrics here? Is that okay? So I want people to know what the lyrics are about. And, you know, you can just say the lyrics. You don't have to uh, say it like, say you know, sing song. Yeah, just say your say the lyrics to good energy or the hook. Okay, so it starts off. All I need is good energy. I don't need no negativity around me. High frequency. I'm talking high G-O-D. Yeah, yeah. Then I repeat that and then I go into like a little, like a chant. Like, hey, hey. Ah, yeah that part that's the catchy part for a lot of people like when it's playing in the club or somewhere that's what catches people's attention is the ai yeah let's see if we can pull that up real quick so people can hear it guys so check this out this is good energy by young wallen i want you to go on spotify can you hear it young wallen i can hear it all right so i just wanted to give you guys a taste and of course you heard it in my introduction and in my background Sometimes when I do these shows, I have music playing. And so I chose Young Wild and Song Good Energy to bring us in tonight. Um, 
This is a very important song. The lyrics matter. We all know that besides lyrics, people are drawn into a song too because of the track. So the track is nice, but we're not going to focus on the track because I am not a producer. I'm not a musician. I don't sing. I don't play an instrument or whatever. But I wanted to talk to you on the couch tonight because I want to know what's behind the lyrics. What's behind you creating the song? That's the first question. And I can repeat it again. But then the other question is, you mentioned at the beginning that you were on, you were going down that road of making uh, typical hip hop songs, but then something happened and you decided, okay, you know, there's a fork in the road. I'm going the other way. I'm going the other direction. I'm going to make music that's positive. That's not degrading or not tearing down the community. That's not talking about all these negative things in, in the black community. What happened that you decided to reroute? I would say it was a, a shift in consciousness, like a shift in my awareness. I became aware of certain things to a point where it was like, you know, how do we change? How, how can I be a change, you know, be something different? Because oftentimes I hear people like older people talking about like, you know, y'all young boys need to change it up. Y'all need to do something different, you know? And it just dawned on me to, uh, you know, just go my own route. And behind this song, it's like becoming aware of what we are saying in the song, because like what we say, what we think, how we speak, um, how we talk to ourselves, our conversations, they all generate our reality. So why would I generate a destructive reality? And so as I was writing the song, something came over me and told me like, yeah, this is gonna be one of those ones that, you know, moves people and like inspires people. And ever since the song has been out, it's only been out for one month now and it's been on the radio. Uh, I had Deco Drive hit me up and we did the interview. I was on the TV doing the song, um, MLK, uh, Parade, Brain Love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm on the podcast, so yes. it's, it's really the words. I feel like the words have really sparked the whole like movement. Uh, this new movement yeah so um thank you for sharing that with me um it seems like you're you're not from south florida you're from tennessee you were born in chattanooga East would West you chattanooga. yeah would you say that country music has inspired you not just hip-hop and r&b but country music as well of course i i spent i've spent a lot of time like listening to country music growing up. Um, it's just a vibe, you know, it's just one of those vibes, like, you know, it's just something different. Like, I can't see myself listening to one type of music all the time. So uh, country music is definitely one of those vibes. A lot of country music can be like, have like sad stories, but yep. a lot of them are like fun and like, you know, yeah, there's a lot of talented country artists as well. So mm -hmm. flowers. So absolutely. No shame in my game. Country boy. Who cares? Shit. 
Yeah, it's no. To my creativity, you know. It says exactly. It says a lot about you that you're not just allowing yourself to be in one space um, because your creative abilities will uh, will reach different levels when you're pulling from different spaces. You know, you're pulling from con- country music, you're pulling from R&B, you're pulling from hip hop. You know, shit, you might even be pulling from classical. You might even be pulling from there. So, and we know that there have been some hip hop artists who have used tracks from classical songs to make a hit. So there's nothing wrong with um, pulling from country music. I love Shania Twain. <laughs> That's one of my favorite country music stars. So a documentary on Netflix about her. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool how she came up and she was pretty young too, like doing what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, what will your documentary say about you? Because I believe that you will make it continue making songs like this and you are going to make it because you stand out because you're not giving us the usual hate, the usual violence, the exploitation, um, the prostitution, the womanizing. You're not talking about drinking lean and, and smoking dope. So you will make it. What would your documentary say about you or what will it say about you? Uh, I think that's a great question. Uh, The life is still young, so I don't know where this journey may take me. Um, I can say it'll be a lot of crazy stories and, you know, things of that nature, but I can't really say what it would, you know, I got to see when I get there. Well, you can think about how your journey began. Okay, okay. It began with a lot of uh, a lot of rough patches, a lot of, you know, learning myself, figuring out, you know, myself as an artist and um, just expanding my creative process and, you know, just becoming Young Wildin and Young Wildin Free. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I'm calling it now. That's why I put my Instagram, Young Wild and Free. And um, that's actually the name of my website that I'm about to launch, youngwildandfree.com. Y'all can check that out when it's ready. Coming to you soon. Okay. On it. So, you know, I'm, I'm a psychiatrist, so I got to I gotta dig a little bit. Dig, the, dig in there. The, um, the focus... The focus right now is on teens and young adults because so many more teens are struggling with mental health challenges and mental health issues. So many young adults are struggling as well. We've seen the suicide suicide rate um, amongst teenagers in certain populations has risen, has gone up a little bit. Um, Children are are engaging self-injury, like cutting themselves and burning themselves more than before. what do you think? What are some of the things children are yearning for? What are they seeking by doing these things? Are we missing something? When I say we, meaning we as adults, are we missing something? Hmm. And that's uh, probably a, a, a unfair question because you're in that population I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a deep thinker. I like to, you know, I, I mean, I have my theories, you know, of what, it could be um, a lot of it comes down to, you know, malnutrition, um, mm. the gut health and the brain health connection. Yeah. Um, 
I can definitely say as a younger, as in my teenage years, I struggled a lot with mental health. Um, and it was when I decided to, you know, improve my diet and eat healthier that I saw improvements in my, like, you know, my whole attitude towards life and um, just, you know, becoming more uh, active in the gym. I quit smoking weed and I was into all that at a young age. And once I let go of those things, everything started to clear up for me in my experience. Um, and as far as like the suicidal thing in teenagers, I think that's just, uh, it can come from a lot of things, you know, the household, how they grew up, trauma, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. lack of attention from the parents, mm -hmm. uh, pressures at school, bullying, all of those. And sometimes it's everything combined and it's like, it's hard on a young, on a young brain. So yeah, I would agree with you. That's a, that's a lot to, to manage. Um, you know, I recall growing up, life just seemed carefree, you know, and I, I suppose if you grow up in a household where you do want for things, you're not warm on a cold night because you don't have heat or you can't do your homework with a light because there's no ele electricity yeah. or you can't drink the 64 ounces of water each day because you guys don't have clean water or maybe you don't have fruit and vegetables in your home maybe you know you're you're scavenging from leftovers or trying to get food from another person's house so when those basic necess necessities are not met i can see how children um things can occur um they start to feel in insecure they don't feel safe and um, and I can see that kids turn to other things to try to uh, to, you know, to self-medicate, but to also help make them feel better. And that's what you mentioned a little bit when you said that you you were smoking weed at a young age. Oftentimes when kids start using substances young, like weed and alcohol and even smoking cigarettes, we consider that a substance. They are self-medicating or they're trying to do something to extinguish some sort of unsettled feeling or nervousness or or something they're using for a reason. I don't think most kids start out using because they like the taste of it or because they like the feel of it based on what I know. So that's amazing that you said that. A, a big factor that played a role in me starting uh, smoking weed was the people I looked up to the the as like, a young kid starting, wanted to be a rapper. Okay, who do I look up to? Let me look at the other rappers. That's all they, that's all they promoted was heavy smoking, drinking, uh, promethazine, codeine. And it was like, that's what a young person believes they have to do in order to become, you know, that, that, that successful artist, like to fit in, to be cool or whatever. So that's, that was really a, what drove me into that. And when mm -hmm. I realized, you know, by the time, you know, before I was too far gone, you know, I realized mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe this is just like, everybody's on their own journey. And like, I can't let myself be dragged down by someone else's mm -hmm. lifestyle. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, because we want to be leaders and not followers, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the people we follow, they're not setting the the good example. Exactly. But, and you but to each his own, I mean, I, I'm not judging anybody. I know that artists, they go through, you know, like the celebrities that have been at this for a long time, they have their own reasons, you know, their own childhood traumas and reasons they do what they do. But yeah, it's like, once I know something, I can't unknow it. And it's like, I'm just improving myself every day from now on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned diet. So that's um that's amazing that you um have engaged diet and the effects it can have on your brain and your health. Oh yeah, that's major. This it's like anything you can anything we consume on a daily basis. Uh you know, I'm sure you're familiar, like not just what we eat, but what we drink, what we what we watch on TV how much we engage on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's, I feel like that's um, a big problem in society is the, the uh, social media. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we compare ourselves to other people, even though sometimes it's not even real what they're doing. They just went and rented out a car. They rented a house, an Airbnb and told you that's their house. And, you know, they, they just pay for it in cash and really they <laughs> in the car. <laughs> so you, it's nothing is real anymore. So it's like, we just have to be our, be true to who we are. And yeah. We, Can you share with us what your diet was like before you made the adjustment? and what you noticed about yourself? It was just, you know, cheap foods that mostly is only promoted to children, um, cereals, chips, snacks, you know, candies, whatever, like school food, like juices, uh, sodas, you know, stuff like that, you know, compared to how, you know, I am now, mm -hmm. it was just, I'm ashamed of myself for even, putting that into my body you know and to see to see it being promoted to children I mean to developing people just tells you everything you need to know about the whole system yep yep we got to do better because like you said they promo it to kids they make the colors the design the music the um the artistry that they use to create whatever ad so it's it's um, targeting children. Mm -hmm. The front, if you look at the front, it is for entertainment, and the back is for education. You know, you read the uh, nutrition label and the nutrition facts. Half of the time, if I can't pronounce the word, or you know, if it's got an artificial color, or you know, uh, say that's a whole another topic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you made a good point. And that's the thing that folks would tell you, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. Right. That's that, that is how they'll teach you like um, nutritionists, health coaches. Um, they'll tell you if you can't pronounce it, do not eat it. So you are so spot on about that. When you were eating that way, the junk food and stuff, what did you notice about you? How did you feel? What were you like? Uh, 
Were you irritable? Were you sad at times? Yeah, all that. And the biggest thing was my uh, skin. I had a lot of acne. Like I would have like at times I would have these flare ups of acne and I didn't even want to like go to school. Like I just skipped school. Like I'm not about to be out here looking crazy. So and then um, I wish I would have known at the time that it was tied to the what I was eating and putting into my body. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just and the, the mood swings, you know, and then like you know, going to a doctor and them diagnosing you with something when really it's something else that, you know, you could heal yourself. So mm-hmm. more of a, I'm more of on a holistic thinking pattern. You know what I mean? Like instead of allopathic medicine, it's, I try to go for, you know, holistic approaches. Look at you. Talking about yeah. allopathic medicine. <laughs> <laughs> you get I mean, a point for that. Yes, psychiatrist, right? Psych- yeah, yeah. So okay. I went to medical school and we have we have two different medical schools in America. We have allopathic, those are MDs, and we have osteopathic, those are DOs. Uh, we are both medical doctors. DOs are more alternative care. So I'm an osteopathic medical doctor. Okay. And we specialize in, you know, whatever specialty, just like the allopathic doctors do as well. My residency was completed in an allopathic program. Um, But I'm with you. I'm all about the alternative route, the homeopathic route, the naturopathic route. I believe I, I definitely agree with you regarding that. So it's good to hear someone so young talking about these things. You remind yeah. me of my son. Yeah, I, that's just what I'm interested in, you know. It just, it just, it's inevitable to learn about these things when you're trying to be healthy and, you know. I got, I think it was last year or, yeah, last year I got COVID and, um, you know, I never went to the hospital. I was like, you know, because people were dying in the hospital. So it's like, I might as well not even... <laughs> It, it can't do me no good. So I stayed home and I just, you know, did all the natural things I could do mm-hmm. besides a few like headache medicine and stuff like that, aspirin. But um, it was it was a tough battle, but I got through it. And uh, Wow. I'm so glad you got through it. Good for you. Yeah. A lot of people didn't make it. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people didn't make it. So you know, prayers up for for them and for their families that had to that had to deal with that. Yeah, that was a sad time. So you mentioned your diet. You mentioned, um, you know, stopping the weed, meaning that the substances. Um, and you said that your mental health improved, your mental wellness improved. You saw changes in yourself that you welcomed. And so you have stepped into your light, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. What are some of the struggles uh, that are, that you have had to endure as a young artist coming up, trying to get into the industry? And what would you tell people in your shoes who are trying to do the same thing? Mm, I would say struggles would be having trust issues with a lot of people. Um, because 
when you learn the game, when you learn the industry, uh, it's just the way it is. It's, you know, you can't trust everybody. It's, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people and um, you have to go through this whole process of like, you know, knowing who's who and like people, people switch up on you and you just have to go through that whole process. Um, turning down major deals, although it seems good, but you know, they telling you this, but your attorney telling you this, and it's like, you know, what's, you know, so do what's best for you, mm -hmm. knowing when to say no, knowing when to say yes, and just, it's like, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, that's, I think I said what I was trying to say. Mm hmm. Yeah, I like what you said. That was catchy. Knowing when to say no and knowing when to say yes. I like that. And staying like that. at the same time. And staying what? Staying humble, staying yep. grounded and uh, not uh, boosting your ego too much as far as like, because that's kind of comes down to the same part of knowing when to say no, because mm -hmm. somebody can approach you with high status and uh, celebrity status and give you this, promise you the world, right? Mm -hmm. And if you just hype yourself up and let them gas you up, next thing you know, you you pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Just signed your whole, the next five years of your life away to, yeah. So yep, I get it. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of your gems and your insight when it comes to living life, as well as specifically in becoming an artist, a, a celebrity artist out here in this world, in this world full of sharks, might I add. Mm -hmm. And um, I think folks will appreciate the information you shared regarding your own mental health journey. Thank you so much for being open about that. And thank you for having me. You have any more questions? No, I, I think we did it. I think we covered. I don't want to expose you completely to the world because people have to follow you. Follow this young man, guys. Get his go on the platforms and download his song, download his whatever he has downloaded. Support him. We got to support one another because it's a support that really generates the looks and the views that he needs. So please go on Apple, go on Spotify go on uh, Pandora, go on all of these music outlets and support him, download his music so that, you know, he gets seen, he gets heard. We want him literally heard, but we also want the industry to know that people are digging what he's doing. And if you're having an event and you want to bring him on, pay him a little bit of money to come on and perform for you, hit him up. Young Wallen, how can people hit you up to come on and, and be a part of an event or to perform? You can contact me via email or phone number, whichever, or um, through Instagram directly. My Instagram is John Wild and Free, Y-U-N-G-W-Y-L-I-N-F-R-E-E, -E, Young Wild and Free. Mm -hmm. And my email is youngwildin.music at gmail.com. Yeah. And what's the phone number they can call to book you? Phone number would be 305-764-2783. And that would be Mama J. 
That's that's mama. That's mama Jerry, yeah. Yeah, mama's as manager. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, mama's got to be a part of that. We got to ensure our babies are safe. So big ups to mama. Mm-hmm. Big ups to mama. She's a positive force as well. I enjoyed having you guys on on the float. That was that was real good. I enjoyed it. It was a good um connection made by Candace. Shout out to Candace. Um, guys, call 305-764-2783 or send an email to youngwallen.music at gmail.com. I'll have these links in the phone number also in tonight's description of the podcast. Again, thank you for coming on, Young Wallen. We appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thank you. You are so welcome. Say brain love. Brain love. Let's live it right here. All I need is energy. I don't need no negativity around me. Hey. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for listening to tonight's interview, guys, for joining us on the couch. I truly appreciate you. I appreciate all of you who follow me on social media, who visit my website who listened to this podcast, which has been going strong since May 2020. And um, I just wanted to mention I have an event coming up on June 26th. Um, June 26th. It's a Monday at 7 p.m. The the actual show starts at 7, but the event starts at 6 o'clock. We're starting with... um, you know, uh, some food provided by Tropic Gourmet Caribbean. Um, it's a, a chef from the Virgin Islands. So we're going to be networking and eating and just shooting the, the shit for a little bit. And then we'll go into the theater at 7. It's at the YMCA on Cistrunk. If you can't be there, share it with someone else. You know, tell someone else to come. The tickets are on sale on uh, Eventbrite. We also have a Facebook page for the event. If you don't know where to find the information, please send me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at drdelvinahelp.com. The doctor is abbreviated. It's D-R, D as in Delta, E-L, B as in Victor, E-N-A-H-E-L-P.com. I hope to see a lot of you out there, but I know some of you listen from other countries, other nations, other continents, so you may not be able to join us, but... You will be in my spirit, and I will pass you this good, good energy, y'all. Remember, positivity, good energy, and brain love. Hey, guys, it's Dr. Delvina, and I just wanted to tell you about the ways to follow me. So if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what platform you're on, but I'm on all of the podcast platforms, Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and you can also follow me on my social media for those of you who found me through your podcast platform and not on social media. Some people have been following me on Instagram or Facebook, and that's how they learned about the podcast. But for those of you who learned about my podcast first, please feel free to follow me on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, I'm Dr. Delvina. The doctor is abbreviated as DR. And there's no period, so it's DR Delvina, which is spelled D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A. 
And let's see, I have a website. I mentioned before that the website was under construction, but the website is up and good to go. It is Dr. Delvina Help. So again, the DR is abbreviated DR, D as in Delta, E L, V as in Victor, E N A, Help, H E L P as in Papa.com, Dr. Delvina Help.com. So please go to my website, take a look, peruse the site, and see what's going on there. And uh, I'm also, let's see, where else am I? I'm in SoundCloud as well, but I'm not as active on SoundCloud as I am with my um, with my podcast. You know, this podcast has been up since May 2020 during the pandemic, and um, I just love talking about the brain and helping to educate people about their mental health and wellness. So please spread the word, tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a loved one, tell a significant other, tell your ex. If there's something I've t- I touched on that really that you identify with and you want to share it with someone, share it, please. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe, reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs, know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations, limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership, own your mistakes, learn from them, and move on. Vengeance is not yours, it's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication, don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love. Thank you.